This is Isaac Ferry with this week's edition of Boots in the Field. Start on soybean front. Most of our soybeans have been walking the last two weeks, so we're right in that R4, R5 stage, which means we're determining how many beans per pod and then starting to determine the size of the beans in that pod. So it's still a very crucial aspect to yield. Soybeans are setting their yield uh, much later in the season, so we want to protect the beans during this timeline. So we need to be very diligent in our scouting and uh, and keeping track of what's going on out there. If we're spraying a, a fungicide in the corn, we need to be scouting for spider mites and aphids. I've reports of spider mites uh, just this last week. I've seen a few cases of aphids. I want to make sure that by spraying a fungicide, we don't take away their natural predators and cause a bloom in these populations. So if we're not spraying a insecticide with our fungicide, make sure that we're we're absolutely sure that neither one of those exists out there. On that front also, we're seeing a lot more in cases of uh, sudden death showing up and white mold. There's nothing we can apply uh, to combat either one of those diseases. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be scouting for them because we want to know come the end of the year if we see a yield hit, which we would if it's showing up in that R4, R5 stage, what caused it uh, and where. So when we come back next year, we can, maybe we can plant, change planting practices, uh, cropping rotations, or even different varieties in there that may be more susceptible to those diseases. So even though there's nothing we can do on that front, it's still very imperative that we identify those areas of disease, where they are, how severe they are. On the corn front, conditions have stayed the same over the past two weeks. Very, very uh, conducive to uh, gray leaves. Seen a lot of gray leaves, some reports of southern rust starting to blow in into southern Indiana. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. For most of this, we're most of our corn out there, except for our replant and late planted stuff, we're probably going to be past the the stage of applying a fungicide, uh, sticking with uh, different label restrictions. Um, but it is something we want to keep keep track of, regardless. We're seeing large amounts of tip back in a lot of the fields walking this this week, and some of it maybe from the the cool July Fourth weekend. I think uh, some of it is is coming on even on our later plantings that looked a little bit better earlier on. Uh, from the hot, humid temperatures that we had, whole middle of July, and, and warm nights as well. So, looked like we were pollinating 40 long. A lot of them are boarding back into that that 33, 30 long scenario. Doesn't mean that there's still not a good crop out there. I think I think there's still a, a pretty good crop potential. Uh, even with the 30 long, we're getting a lot of of 200 to 240 bushel uh, yield checks. But if you haven't been out in your fields in the past couple weeks, uh, definitely get out there and, and take a look for some tip back. It's, it may be a little bit more widespread than you think. Uh, but the crop still looks good good overall. A lot of questions this week about late herbicide applications. Uh, trying to control some of these weed escapes. I caution anybody in soybeans about making that, that late application because you're in such a critical aspect of, of determining yield in the soybeans itself. I'd probably avoid any applications in those R4, R5 soybeans and kind of mark those areas out and, and try to do a better job next year. We're almost going to have to let them go. I think overall, you're probably going to do more harm in the soybeans than good uh, going after that, that last bit of weeds. The soybeans are getting or seem to be getting weedier uh, in these past few weeks because most of them start to hit R5 and an R5 growth is going to cease in the soybeans and you're going to see you're going to see the weeds start to, to 
uh, break the canopy and, and keep going. On the corn side, had a few questions about trying to control uh, some different weeds in the corn itself. That's definitely a possibility. You just need to, to follow your label restrictions. Realize that late applications of 2,4-D uh, usually advise that you need to be past the, the hard dough or, or dent stage in the corn before you apply it. Stuff like ramoxone, um, we want to be make sure that we're past black layer. So we don't want to do anything to kill or hurt the crop before it's done pushing every bit of of starch and, and yield into those kernels itself. But as big as some of these these weed escapes and problems are becoming for more and more years uh it might be a good idea to go after some of these escapes in the in the corn itself uh, but that would be a judgment call as to how bad you're fighting different weed problems on your farm and and how big some of these areas are but i wouldn't have any problem going after some of these escapes in corn provided the timing's right for the the product you're applying on the beans though i think i would wait uh, I think the risk of a uh, yield hit is is too great at this point. All in all, we got some widespread rains across the area right into that R4, R5 stage for the soybeans, which should set us up fairly well. Uh, so that's very promising. Corn on the same way, if we can avoid some of the tip back, these rains will help us pack in a lot of uh, kernel depth. So I think we're still looking at favorable yields overall. Uh, but definitely want to be scouting for the tip back and making sure in the soybeans that we don't have any any spider mites or aphids coming into there and knowing where our SDS and white mold pockets are and how severe they are before harvest. Nobody likes surprises come harvest, uh, so I'd definitely be getting out earlier rather than later to start to evaluate those areas. That's it for this week. Stay safe, and we'll catch you back here next week.